This is Sports Best presented by Reposted, coming at you like a piece of spinach that's been stuck in your teeth all day and no one told you about it. Huh. It's not good. He's Larry Olson, known in some circles as having the softest hands in the Bay Area. I'm Andrew, better known in some circles as Andrew Keller. How are you doing, Larry? You know, people will literally stop me on the street in the old days when we could touch each other mm-hmm. and be like, hey, will you touch me with your soft hands? I remember that people would come up to you and say, are your hands softer than my silk shirt? And nine times out of 10, your hands were softer. What's the secret? Is it moisturizing, noxzema? Here's the deal. When I was born, a wise man came to my mom's door at the hospital and said, your son will grow to have the softest hands in all of America's. And guess what? I did. Yeah, well, look at you now, broadcasting fake live from the Believe Podcast Network with the softest hands in the Bay Area. There is so much, I always feel like I say this, there's so much stuff going on in the world, and we're going to start in Korea. I feel like we have the football, we got the baseball, we got the basketball, we got the soccers, we got the crickets, but no, we made a man bet who would finish higher in the Korean baseball organization, and we are going to get to it right now, sitting atop the KBO is the NC Dinos. They have a winning percentage of 638. But the good news for me is that our man rub bet involves your LG Twins, the Milwaukee Brewers of the KBO. They have a winning percentage of 555. The mm-hmm. Kia Tigers, the New York Yankees of the KBO, have a winning percentage of 542. So now only 13 percentage points between our man rub bet for the end of the year. I feel strong about my Houston Astros of the KBO, but <laughs> I have a serious question for you. Once this is over and the, the man rub bet is ended, I feel like you kind of begrudgingly give us updates on the KBO. Are you going to be happy that it's over or are you going to be sad? I, I, I got to be honest. I'm overwhelmed with just the American sports and we've sort of tossed me a Korean sport. And then I also kind of follow the English Premier League. So I got an English sport. Like I need to lessen my sports, bro. I'm a lessen. With the time zones in Korea, the U.S., and England, you, gotta, you can't sleep. I can't be on 24-7 sports alert. I got to have a downtime. Yeah, that's important. You got to re- re-up your energy. So make sure you take care of yourself. Self-care is important. So speaking of self-care, the first coronavirus outbreak in the NFL took place this week. Tennessee Titans, I don't know if you heard this, they had four or five players come down with the coronavirus. Yeah, and five team personnel. Five team personnel. So they are essentially going to move that game from this weekend, Sunday, to like Monday or Tuesday. They haven't really quite said yet. Maybe by the time this airs, they might have said. But they're going to postpone the game. They're not going to cancel. They're going to postpone it till next week so they can get the coronavirus. So coronavirus is uh, rearing its ugly head in the NFL. Henceforth, the NFL is really getting serious about these coaches wearing their masks. Not Andy Reid because he wears that crazy thing that's covering his face and he looks like a dentist. But they're now saying, the NFL, if coaches do not wear their masks, they could have draft picks taken away, they'll be fined, and dun-dun-dun, they could be suspended. Wow. They could be. It's all, it's all a lot of posturing. I think maybe things will happen. I don't know. What, what are the odds? What are the odds that Bill Belichick doesn't wear his mask and they suspend him and don't let him coach a game? What are the odds of that happening? I think it's very small. They're gonna, maybe they'll issue a fine. It'll get appealed. On a positive note, the Minnesota Vikings, who the Titans played last, have reported no coronavirus cases. So even if someone – because the only starting player for the Titans that has tested positive is Daquan Jones. He's a starting nose tackle. 
and uh, it didn't transfer. But I like the headline on this uh, article is like NFL issues, strong warning. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna write you a strongly worded letter. I don't think these these guys have been in charge of so much and they're so powerful. I don't I don't know how much it's gonna matter to them. Like the, also the teams have such deep pockets and whatever happens, they're gonna keep doing what they're doing. Here's what I, you know, there's people, obviously there's anti-mask people don't like to wear the mask because it's Mm -hmm. invading their freedoms. I've learned to wear the mask. Like I just, I got to go to a store. I got to put on a mask and get it. Like you just got to learn to put the mask on and it's just kind of, we're living in a pandemic. That's what happens. Just put it on. All right. So the pandemic started in March or lockdown started in March. It's October. And you're saying that you learned to wear the mask in October? (laughs) Well, I'm just saying like, I mean, it took me a little bit took me yeah. a couple months i was definitely insecure but now every time i leave the house put on the mask i i'm in a rhythm i just don't understand <laughs> nfl coaches like hey dude god has got to wear the mask like are they that out of touch that and they're studying so much film they don't know how to I, put on a mask i think that i don't think that's it i think they're like in a flow state and they go back to whatever their habits are and that that's just how they act i don't think anyone's saying that this isn't real or i'm gonna i'm better than this i think that's just how when you're in the moment they're just like ripping it off so they can yell. I had a $10 bet with my aunt that you were going to say flow state on today's show. And you did it. You literally said flow state. And I had a best side bet going on. Did she have odds or is it one to one? One to one. One to one. Did you say flow state? And you did. Damn it. That's so great. I have a bet with your middle son that you don't know the answer <laughs> to this question. Do you know who the president of the NFL players association is? is yes. It it's Marquise Morris. Oh, no, 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 no. NFL Players Association President J.C. Treader is the starting center for the Cleveland Browns. Okay. So he wrote a letter saying to the owners saying that you guys need to start having grass fields because people get hurt more on turf. So he wants to try to help people out. So 13 of the 32 NFL stadiums have artificial turf. What do you think? Have you ever played on turf? So I'm confused about this a little bit because all I ever hear is that they've made this really great artificial turf that resembles grass in every single way because science became involved. So it seems as if like turf would be just as good as grass. That's what it seems like. I think what they're saying is, especially for the linemen on non-contact injuries for knee injuries on turf, it's higher, like by 32% and foot and ankle injuries, injuries is up by like 70% and turf doesn't give like if it's grass and your foot's planted and something hits it, like you can take out a chunk of the grass, but you really can't take out a chunk of turf. And so guys that are planting their foot and having to tangle with people every play, they're getting hurt more. So here's what I would say. It always comes back to the money. I don't know if you know this, Andrew, but the NFL has lots of it. Mm -hmm. And it would seem that, hey, why not just put in a grass field if it's better for people's knees? How much can that be? I had that exact thought, and I found a Duke University study that came out in 2015, and grass is generally cheaper. So on average, to maintain a turf field, it's between $14,000 and $40,000 annually grass is between eight and forty nine thousand dollars annually so like either it's a push or it's a little bit cheaper to do grass and also with installing it it's cheaper on the front end so i don't even understand like if the green bay packers can maintain a grass field why can't everyone dude my neighbor maintains grass in his closet that's something different but nevertheless it does seem like this grass just grass things like a non-starter makes none sense I don't, I don't understand either. I, I think there used to be the thought that it was better, but like now that it's 
proving that people are getting hurt more. I remember when I was playing, turf was a terrible thing. Like you get turf burn. Oh my goodness, it rip you up. I you love. Turf burn? I never got turf burn. Never played on the big time, Andrew. I was a small guy playing on the grass field. Not even a lot of grass, mostly dirt. So I don't know about the good old days. I remember you tried they, out for the quarterback one. <laughs> yeah, that went well. That went well. That went well. Andrew, just to prove my point that I'm being overwhelmed with sports, <laughs> inundated with sports. Currently underway, the French Open. Thank you very much. The French Open. Did you even know that? Yeah, you did because you're a tennis fan. Yeah, I did know that. Williams had to pull out because she hurt her Achilles. That's the I lead love the story. French Open. That, the lead story is that Serena Williams is out. That's yeah. like everybody's talking about blah, blah, blah. Rafael Nadal's winning, blah, blah, blah. But this is what I love. They're playing the French Open right in the middle of this. I forget what round it is. Suzanne Lengain, she's about to serve a ball, and a sonic boom happens right over Roland Garros. Now, I, I don't – like, do sonic booms happen a lot? Every time you break the sound barrier. But, like, yeah, I mean, like – but have you ever been around a sonic boom? Yeah, I've heard – I went and watched the space shuttle oh. launch, the Virgin Name drop. Galactic Space Shuttle. Name drop. Name drop. I was there with Richard Branson. Sir Name Richard drop. Branson. Yeah. I didn't play on a big-time G uh, varsity football team, Andrew. I didn't get the rug burns. I have not been in the round of Sonic Boom. I'm just a humble 5'10 white guy. I don't know how often Sonic Booms are going off, but what are the odds that a Sonic Boom's going to go off in the middle of a tennis match during the French Open? The first thing that made me think of was Randy Johnson hitting a bird with his ball. What? Like, what are the odds? It has to be perfect timing. Do you not see that analogy? Does that not work for you? <laughs> no, but, like, are they doing, like, test flights over Roland Garros, the French Air Forces? Like, I don't understand. I don't know. I didn't know that was a thing. I, I, I'm more impressed with Rafael Nadal. I did some research on the French Open, and I didn't realize he's only lost twice there. He's never lost in the finals. That guy's unstoppable. Remember when being 27 was super old for a male tennis player? That was like you, your career was like 18 to 25, and then maybe old men would play at 28. So here's the deal. We have played tennis once. You beat me. But I would say this. If we're playing on the clay court, you go down. You go down hard if we're playing on the clay court. What about grass? Grass, I don't know. Clay court, you go down. Do you have an all-white outfit to put put on if we play on grass? Because that's the only way you can play on grass is all white. Done with that. I don't want to play you on grass. I want to play you on the clay court. Thank you. All right. Challenge accepted. Where do you get a clay court? I don't even know where one of these is. They, I think they have them at the Bay Club in San Francisco. They have oh. the tennis club down on Soma okay. by your office. Just once again, if you're scoring at home, varsity tennis player, heard a sonic boom. Oh, he knows about the Bay Club. Whatever. Oh, man. What about <laughs> – would you race me on dirt if we had cars? Absolutely. NASCAR announced that they're going to have the first dirt race in their Cup Series since 1970. Is that exciting? So are they going to, like – just like go old school and find a dirt track or like there is a professional dirt track. I'm kind of confused. There's, they're going to have a professional dirt track that they're going to do on it. The most amazing thing to me, did you know NASCAR was owned by one family? Oh, it was started nice. in 1948 by Bill France and his family still owns and operates NASCAR. I didn't realize there's, I went down this rabbit hole. So many races are contested and like being on the NASCAR circuit is like a huge deal. It's like their job. I thought it was like pre-programmed like the um, PGA. The majors. The majors. Yeah. Like I thought that was for NASCAR, but it's changing all the time. Like the 
the lineup hasn't really changed much since 2015, but they're adding a dirt track. They're adding Nashville and Austin. And Okay. So, but what I'm co- confused about is that, is there like, you go to these NASCAR events, there's like stands and people go, but like, are they going to the Mojave desert and like running on this, making a dirt track? There's already dirt tracks all over the U S it's, they oh. have, it's just not the NASCAR series. They have different, they have different types of cars that race, but NASCAR tracks are contentious, man. What's the name of the family that owns NASCAR again? France. The Francis? Yeah. Like the country. Okay. They, I bet they made a couple of dollars. Yeah. Over. I looked it up. The, the guy who's running it now, Bill, his net worth is $2 billion, which is less what? than I thought it would be. Wait a minute. Well, that's just his net worth. Yeah. It probably got split because his dad founded it, and then it percolates throughout. Can you imagine, like, if some family just owned the NFL? Kind of the same thing, right? I was trying to think of, like, what would be equivalent, and UFC was the only thing I could think of, but Dana yeah. White sold it. Like, ho- maintaining control of NASCAR is wild. who Dana wanna... White sell it to? Uh, venture capitalist. I don't oh. know. Conglomerate. I don't know. He got paid a bit. He sold it for a billion dollars. I remember that. I'm sure he... over the years, NASCAR could have sold to some conglomerate as well, but this the, the Francis were like, we don't need it. They don't need it. They will want full control. Andrew Keller, once again, my overwhelming nature of sports right now. The NBA Finals is currently underway. Lakers, as we tape this right now, lead the Miami Heat one game to none. They so them. they're wrapping up the basketball season in the bubble. But what do you do about next season? Now, the bubble was good for this season. I can't imagine that the NBA players are going to say, let's lock ourselves away for six more months back in Orlando. So they're trying to figure out what to do. The season's going to start December, January, February-ish. And what are they going to do? They're not going to put them in the bubble again. So they asked the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, like, what are we going to do? His thinking-ish is that they might have some sort of quick test for people entering these arenas so they get to tell if you got the coronavirus. This story is a perfect example of our country not having any patience at all. It's like, hey (laughs) – Basketball is still on. I want to know an answer. I just with the the bold statements that everyone's been making about coronavirus in the future is is silly to me. We don't know what's going to be happening in three months. Like, sure they have to plan for it, but like us trying to guess what's going to happen. Like right now, the projected start date of the NBA season is Christmas Day. Let's make a decision I, when we get closer. Maybe on December first. I, I I agree with you a little bit. But if you're the NBA, like you have arenas all around the countries and schedules and things right. you got to, you don't just like, hey, it's December 1. We got to, you know, they got to try to figure this out now. They got to circle the wagons. Yeah. And I think they plan for the best. And I think they're trying to plan on having people in the stands. Even if they don't, they can still use their stadiums without having people uh, quarantined. And if a rapid test is just for the players and staff, then. Well, I would say this, major kudos to the NBA, right? They got through the, the bubble and really you never heard about anybody getting coronavirus in the NBA. Right. And so that worked. But if you put those guys traveling around the country, the NBA guys traveling, even if they don't play with any, anybody in the arena, I think they're going to be in for some trouble, man. I'm just saying. They travel kind of con- contained anyway. They travel on private jets. I don't know, dude. I think they would, have, they would be – it would be a whole different ball of wax. So you're saying they, or you don't think they should do it? 
I'm just saying I think it's going to be really tough for them. But once again, they can kind of – I feel like they can create some space in there, right? Like, hey, let's make it a nine-month season but with only six months of games. If someone comes up with coronavirus and we have to quarantine or whatever – then we can kind of just give it some space is what I think, right? So if they have to cancel games for a week for a team or whatever, they now know, okay, let's just give us some wiggle room to get the season in. I think that's what they'll end up doing. You think that, yeah. You think that they'll go for like, let's hope for the best and plan for the worst? Yeah, but just like with the the NFL, right? It's 13 weeks long. We got to get it in. Super Bowl's got to be whatever. I think NFL's got a really strict timeline, whereas Mm -hmm. the NBA could say like, hey, we're going to plan it for nine months but no two of those months are going to be lost because coronavirus stuff. I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of how they'll do it. Like one breakout in the MLB and they made it through it. Granted they had a shortened season, but 60 games. The MLB is an example. Just follow their lead. Okay. That sounds good. I love it. You love Patrick Mahomes. I got to be honest. I kind of love him too. Everything he's done. Yeah. Uh huh. Turned uh-huh. cold. His wife is pregnant. So his plumbing works. That's what I feel like you're saying. <laughs> uh, I, am, I am saying that. <laughs> if you're scoring it up, if you're scoring it up, won the Super Bowl, signed a $450 million contract, bought the Kansas City Royals, got engaged, now having a baby. A baby. Fastest to throw to, to 10,000 yards. That's a, good, that's a good six months, man. I feel like that's a good six months. Would, would you be mad at him if you retired? After this season, be like, I can't get any better than this. In my eyes, Patrick Mahomes cannot do wrong. So, no, I would not be mad. I'm not a hater. I wouldn't be mad either. I'd be like, hey, man, go out on top. Listen, I dude, I love Patrick Mahomes. I would say, as of today, as we record this, when Thursday, October 1st, Patrick Mahomes is the sport's best. Oh, that's great. So is his plumbing. His plumbing is the sport's best. Oh, my goodness. I'm Andrew Keller. For Larry Olson, Dan, thanks for stopping by.